Hey, it's Monday. I'm Roy Furr. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets and the powers of the universe combined means this is Mailbox Monday. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I was looking through the questions that I've received for Mailbox Monday and there were a bunch of questions about generating leads for your business, for new business, for established business, all of that. And you know, I thought that they were good questions and certainly important to the people who are asking them. But uh, for me in particular, I wanted to kind of take a higher level view, a more strategic view and look at the process of generating leads and give lessons that would be both relevant to the people who answer or who ask for those specific questions and more generally towards you if you want to generate more leads for your business. And so we're going to talk about three ways to generate leads. So <laughs> let's start with uh, a, a nice hat tip to the Rolling Stones. We can't always get what we want. We may try sometimes. We just might find. We get what we need. <laughs> so what do we want? What do we want? Uh, as I was reading the different questions, um, it, it really felt like they fell under this category. I want a fast, easy, free way to get leads. And like if I want to sell anything to you uh, other than the cold hard truth, I'm going to tell you, oh, I can get you a ton of leads fast, right? I can get you a ton of leads easy. I can get you a ton of leads for free, right? And I, I can promise and promise the moon on this. But the reality is that I, we can't always get what we want, right? And despite the fact that we consistently as human beings want the results that we want fast, easy, free. We can't always get that. And so, you know, I just, I just have to keep it real with you. I just have to tell you that, um, uh, well, we're going to look at kind of the opposite of this. Um, and we're going to acknowledge that it's probably not just going to be fast, easy, free. We're, we're going to have to at least give up one of those, right? Um, and so if we want fast and free leads, we're probably going to have to uh, spend a lot of effort to get those leads, right? If we want fast and free. If we want uh, fast and easy leads, we're probably going to have to spend a lot of money to get those, right? If we want um, easy and free leads, we're probably going to have to spend a lot of time to get those, okay? Um, there's, there's this saying, you know, this, 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 pick any two right? And, and, um, and, and I think of fast, easy, free in that way. Fast, easy, free, pick any two, right? So you're going to have to spend a lot of effort or money or time. You're going to have to pick which one of those you want to spend. And so we'll talk about how to generate leads with effort, with money, and with time in a second here. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about what you need to do before you generate leads. And this perhaps is the most important, most valuable aspect of this entire episode and lesson. Before you generate leads, you have to ask a bunch of questions. And importantly, you have to answer a bunch of questions. Now, I have my Launch Your Client Business free mini course, um, which also you can use to relaunch your client business, that goes into this type of thinking and is a, a primer for my client getting blueprint, which the whole first milestone is dedicated to building your client business around making sure that you answer all the right questions. But I, I want to give a quick overview here. Before you start 
generating leads. No matter whether you're going to do paid traffic, whether you're gonna do manual prospecting, whether you're going to do content creation, um, no matter how you're going to do this, you need to ask yourself these questions and get clear on the answers. So who is your ideal prospect? Who are you trying to attract? If you attract a whole audience full of the wrong leads, well, you will have in invested a bunch of effort, a bunch of money, or a bunch of time in something that is ultimately a disappointment to yourself. So answer very clearly, who are you trying to attract, right? Who's your ideal prospect? What problem do they have? And this is gonna be the problem that you are able to solve, right? What problem, what challenge are they facing? What unfulfilled desire do they have? What what need do they need? Um, are, are they feeling an acute desire to, to uh, fulfill for themselves, right? What problem do they have that you're going to help them with? Why do they need to solve the problem now? Why do they need to solve the problem now? So like the latest thing, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. Um, there's a million people approaching me like, hey, you need to turn your episodes into shorts on TikTok and Instagram and whatever. And I have yet to wade into that. Um, and yet a bunch of people keep telling me that I need shorts. I need to put out shorts. And yeah, maybe I get more traffic and all of that, but I haven't chosen to do it yet, right? Uh, but they're still, they're approaching it from, hey, uh, you need to solve this shorts problem. Well, I don't really feel like I have a shorts problem, right? I have a pants problem because I like long content, right? <laughs> um, why do they need to solve the problem now? Why haven't they solved the problem yet? Okay, and by the way, uh, for those of you who are astute li uh, listeners and, um, and, and have been with me for a while, you may start to recognize my PISA formula in that. Uh, what problem do they have? Why do they need to solve the problem now? That's agitation, right? Uh, why haven't they solved the problem yet? That's invalidation, right? Um, what does an ideal solution look like? So we're, we're going through these questions trying to help us be clear on the decision-making that's going to lead to them buying your product or service, right? Um, so why haven't they solved the problem yet? There you're gonna look at competitive solutions, why other solutions haven't worked, all of that, or why they, even if the other solutions maybe provide some kind of Band-Aid solution to the problem, still the person would be pursuing some better solution, right? Uh, so what does the ideal solution look like? There's gonna be a list of buying criteria that match ideally your particular solution, right? Um, and you're gonna have some mechanism of your solution that is uniquely superior in solving the problem. This is the answer to Dan Kennedy's uh, USP question, unique selling proposition question. Why should I, your perfect prospect, choose to do business with you over every other option available to me, including going with a competitor, solving the problem myself, or leaving the problem unsolved, right? So what does an ideal solution look like and why is your solution the ideal solution? Those two questions, the answers are very close. Uh, one is a more general answer and one is specific to your product or service, your offer. And then just really clear, what is your offer, right? What, what is your offer? Is it um, yeah, I'm able to talk to you for some time and we can kind of figure out the solution to your problems. Or is it, I have a 12-week uh, process that's specifically designed to take you from this place where you have this problem and you are challenged in solving it um, all the way up to the point of you have an ideal solution implemented, right? 
Um, and that 12-week process costs this much, and it involves this particular uh, set of deliverables, and it's um, guaranteed to get you the result or else, you know, whatever the, the, um, the fulfillment of the, the guarantee would be there. And then what's the process you will use to convert interested leads? What's your sales process, right? So if we generate a ton of leads and you have infinite and abundant leads, but you suck at converting them, you're not able to take someone who's like, oh yeah, I want, I'm interested, right? And turn them into a paying client or customer. Well, you know, then this is a failure, right? So, so you need that process to convert interested leads. Okay, so with all of that in place, you've decided that you wanna go cheap and you wanna go fast, you're gonna to have to invest a ton of effort. And in order to do that, you wanna do targeted manual prospecting. Um, so how to generate leads with effort starts with targeted manual prospecting. So we identified who's our ideal prospect, right? Well, we're gonna go in there, <laughs> we're gonna go in there and we are going to come up with a list uh, in, other lessons, I've talked about the Dream 100 list. Basically, this is a list of your ideal prospects. You're going to come up with that list of what the ideal prospect looks like and specifically who they are, and you're going to go out and you're going to manually approach them. And there's a lot of ways to do it, but in general, I would say focus on the problem. Make sure that it's clear that you are offering a solution to the problem that you presume they have based on your targeting right? But then just have a conversation. Hey, um, you know, I, I don't know if, if you've been experiencing this challenge, but I've been helping businesses do uh, deal with that particular challenge. And um, I, I was wondering if I could maybe uh, talk through it with you, right? Like, and, and figure out if I could be of any service or if not, that's okay too. But human to human, right? Like I'd like to have a conversation with you and see if um, if this is something you need help with. If I'd be able to help you at all, right? Just have a conversation. That's that's a really like rough approach to the conversation, but um, it is it is both conversation. Well, it it's conversational. It's human. It doesn't feel like you're you know some spam bot, um, and it is focused on helping them solve the problem that you're able to help them solve, right? And, and so it's conversational, but it's also sales focused. And then you want to have a low threshold, high value offer. Now, I'm gonna presume that a lot of businesses that are focused on lead generation have some kind of high ticket offer that the economics support some kind of uh, consul consultative selling approach, right? So there's gonna be a series of phone calls. I recently did a training called Mastering the Two Call Close. Two call closes are, are very effective for situations like this where there's an init initial call that's like, hey, I just wanna see if, um, if we just wanna see if there's a fit here, right? And we can very quickly assess if there's a fit, maybe in 15, 20 minutes, and if it makes sense to have any further conversation. So that is a very low threshold offer, meaning the, um, <clears throat> the, the commitment of like a 15 to 20 minute phone call just to see if we're a fit and worth, if it's worth having a further conversation, that is a very low threshold to cross even for a lot of busy people. If you're talking about a problem that they wanna have solved, 
spending 15 to 20 minutes on the on the phone um, to at, at a predefined time to decide if um, this person might be able to help them solve the problem, you know, that's a it's a pretty smart investment of time. Um, high value meaning it's focused on can we help you solve this problem, right? Uh, so a low threshold, high value offer might be 15 to 20 minutes on the line to see if there's a way that we could help, right? Um, you want to find a similarly low threshold, high value offer for the person where they're able to not make a big commitment, but at the same time, um, get a lot of potential value out of whatever it is that you're offering them in your conversational outreach. So this is a bunch of manual prospecting, right? And we're just starting conversations, trying to figure out, hey, are you facing this challenge? And if you are, um, I want to see if we're a fit to, as, as far as can I help you solve it, right? And then I decided to uh, put a little note for each of these, what is required for this to continue to be successful. And it is persistence. If you are going to be generating leads with effort, meaning low cost um, and quickly, you are going to have to persist because you're probably going to face a lot of rejection. You're going to face a lot of just being ignored. And you're going to have to be very persistent in reaching out to these people over and over and over and over again, right? So let's talk about how to generate leads with money. Targeted, there's that targeted word again, right? Um, I said targeted manual prospecting. We're going to say targeted advertising, right? Um, and that all goes back to that first question that we answered, who is your ideal prospect? So how can you target your ideal prospect with advertising that gets them interested in you, your message, your offer, your ability to solve their problem? Now, it's really smart here if you want to be efficient with your use of money. Usually this targeted advertising to a completely cold audience is not very profitable. And so it can be really efficient um, in terms of your, your use of your advertising funds to also include retargeting. So the people who engage with your first advertising, they click through to visit your site, they watch a video that you have uh, running as a Facebook ad or as a YouTube ad. Um, you know, the, the various metrics that, that measure the engagement with that initial content, use those as retargeting criteria for additional, maybe more offer-focused ads that perhaps tell people to book a call, right? Um, so you do targeted advertising uh, to your core audience, to those ideal prospects, with retargeting based on behavioral characteristics indicating that someone was maybe interested in the initial message. And by the way, the targeted doesn't just apply to the um, to the the, uh, what do I want to say, the advertising targeting, right? It also applies to the messaging. So for example, your messaging, if it's speaking to a particular audience about solving a particular problem, they should have a pretty good idea out of the gate that you are speaking to them about solving that specific problem. And so if they are in that particular audience, they're going to say, hey, that's me. Um, on a subconscious level, not conscious usually. Uh, uh, on a subconscious level, they're going to say, hey, that's me. And the, the problem that you talk about, they're going to say, hey, that's my problem, right? And at that point, you know, there's that resonance that you know your messaging was targeted, your, um, your targeting in terms of advertising targeting 
your audience development there was targeted. And so the people who are responsive to that are high probability prospects for you. And so you can spend money on retargeting them to get them into your fold and actually get them to become a lead. And then you want to have an intentional funnel strategy designed to take them from the either cold advertising um, targeting or the, the cold advertising or the retargeting advertising, pushing them into a funnel that is designed to get them to whatever threshold they have to cross to become elite. And again, I will say you need a low threshold, high value offer here. Now, it could be the same low threshold, high value offer across these multiple channels, right? Um, so the low threshold, high value offer could be a you know 20 minute consultative uh, call designed to help you figure out if we can solve your problem in the next 12 weeks or whatever, right? Um, and so you wanna build this low threshold, high value offer that is um, perceived as something that is very easy for the person to commit to. By the way, my language for that comes from, for example, I was working with somebody who helps a particular category of local business generate leads through traditional media, radio, TV, etc. And initially, the call to action that they were doing on all of their different advertisements and offers was give us a call and you know we will and and we'll be able to help you out with xyz right and we flipped that around and we we said um well what if we get much more specific with that we will provide a uh give it give us a call to schedule Notice it's the, the call itself is not the actual consultation, not the actual sales call. Give us a call to schedule a, a complimentary 30-minute uh, consultation regarding getting XYZ benefit, right? And so it was very clear that this initial call was just a scheduling call. Um, and the what they were scheduling was a complimentary consultation, right? So it's a low threshold, high value offer. So the initial call that the person was making was no longer, I'm calling to talk to either some random, um, you know, receptionist who, who just handles inbound calls, who isn't gonna be able to answer my questions, or I'm calling to talk to a salesperson who's gonna pressure me hard on the phone. This initial call is just to schedule a consultation, right, with whoever, would be able to provide the specific value and answer the specific questions that I have. And so we turned it from this like amorphous, I don't know what's happening when I'm calling this phone number to a very specific, hey, let's give this person a call. And um, all, we, all we have to do right now is schedule. So maybe grab our calendar. And then we're going to be able to get the, the answers that we need on that scheduled call. And so that's a low threshold, high value offer. If you're going to generate leads with money, one thing that you want to make sure that you have in place um, in a very robust way is tracking. So you know where your money is going and um, how that money is paying off in terms of return on ad spend. And you, it's best to have some kind of long-term tracking so you have a better sense of the money that I spend today, for example, on targeted advertising, even though that person's not gonna convert until they've seen 23 retargeting ads, um, it's still associated with that particular lead. Okay, how to generate leads with time. So let's say you don't wanna spend a ton of, of manual prospecting effort. You don't, want to, um, you don't want to spend a bunch of money on paid advertising. 
Uh, so you're left with time. You have to be willing to um, spend some time here. And the way that you're going to do this is you're going to create clients, attraction, media, and content marketing. Now that can be in lots of different places. You could uh, you could get a column in a local media publication or an industry media publication. You could create a blog. You could create a YouTube channel. You could create a podcast, right? You can create client attraction media all over the place. And you're going to create content designed, again, to appeal to that ideal prospect, designed to speak to that person about the problem that you're able to solve. So that person says, ooh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that. And um, likewise, like, very similar to the uh, to the retargeting with the the targeted advert I'm I'm sorry very similar to the the targeted advertising you're going to want to create the the type of content that really appeals to that person and you're going to want to put it in a place where it is uh, likely to be encountered by that person who is your ideal prospect and the better you can nail those two things even if you're doing it for free, the more powerful this is going to be in terms of attracting the leads. But it's not just about creating content, it's about turning your content marketing into a lead generation device, which means every piece of content you put out needs to have a next action associated with it. It needs to direct people into a similar funnel, right? Intentional funnel strategy that points them towards a low threshold, high value offer. So it's pointing them towards that sort of consultative call, some kind of intro call, right? That's designed to push them through to that. Um, but then the thing that you're gonna run into with this is you're gonna spend a lot of time and effort creating the client attraction media and content marketing, but that's not necessarily gonna translate into instant results. So you gotta have some patience. Um, that is the, the, the key thing here. You have to have patience to let this system um, snowball and it will snowball if you do it well. You're going to attract more and more people interested in the content. Um, it's best if you can also build a list, an email list of people who want more content like that from you. Uh, and then those people will, will come out through time. They'll surface. Your, your ideal leads will surface through time, especially if you continue to make low threshold, high value offers to those people in all the content that you're putting out and you're consistent with your content efforts. And by the way, these three are not mutually exclusive, right? You could start your business with, um, with some of the effort-based lead generation and some of the time-based lead generation. And then as you start to get a few leads you can, or a few clients, you can start to invest some money, right? Maybe you, you are doing content marketing and then you focus on the retargeting aspect, right? So you could, you could start with doing a bunch of content marketing and doing some manual prospecting, but then you're going to do some retargeting ads, not the not the cold traffic ads, retargeting ads to bring people back in, um, knowing that those are much higher probability prospects. And then maybe you expand into the, the cold advertising as is fit. Um, so it's not mutually exclusive. You can combine these, but all three of these are effective ways to generate leads as long as they are based on some thoughtful answers to all the questions that I told you to ask yourself before you generate leads. So my call to action for you at the end of this episode is to ask yourself how you can use this. You know, what of these are you going to implement today? Leave a comment with this episode um, if you would like to make a more public commitment to doing that because public commitments are more likely to get you results. 
um, or even just written commitments to yourself are more likely to get you results. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. One of the things that I mentioned in this episode was the launch your client business free mini course. Um, I, I say launch or relaunch your client business. I'll make sure to include a link in the description to that and a link to ask me your question if you'd like to have it answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode. I'm Roy Fur, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I'll see you again in the next episode. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.